Welcome to StartupCTO.io, the podcast where Miles Mathias and Kevin Owaki interview engineering leaders about management, startups, and software, because your CS degree didn't teach you to lead. And now, StartupCTO.io. Thanks for tuning in. Our Boulder Startup Week episode streak continues. This week we have Kathy Keating on the show. Kathy is our first repeat guest, and longtime listeners may remember that Kathy was on the show in episode 33. So Kathy Keating is the CTO of Apostrophe. She's helped build several successful technology startups and founded her own consulting business, guided product strategy for companies, the whole nine yards. What's neat about this episode is that when we first talked to Kathy, they were just about to go through Techstars, and this episode talks a little bit about Kathy and Apostrophe's journey through Techstars and their subsequent seed funding and launch. Enjoy! Welcome. Tell us about your company and your role in it. Okay, I'm a CTO and co-founder for Apostrophe. We are a uh, we work with self-insured employers, so those are usually employers that recommend people, and um, we figured out how to save them about forty percent off their health costs. Sweet, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so, how long has the company been around? Uh, since June of last year. Wow. And then you guys just got out of Techstars Boulder, so congrats. Thank you. Um, what did you gain from it? And what advice do you have for people considering going to an accelerator? Oh boy, um, Techstars was amazing. We used to say every week, um, we're getting our 6% moment, because you know, they take 6% of the company. And um, a lot of it really has to do with the mentorship and the network that you build when you go into an accelerator program. I got to meet people and companies that I would never have been able to meet on my own. And that has made it worth it. In fact, today we are closing on our seed round. Woo, congrats. That's awesome. Uh, So you work in healthcare. That is like an archaic, very uh, old school system. How do you guys, what kind of technical challenges have you encountered and have you overcome them? Well, first off, most of the systems were written in the 90s. Some of them I've run into were written in the 80s and had just stuff um, slapped on top of it to try to get it to work on the internet. Um, most of the data that we get is dirty, bad. Um, so a lot of what it is is really just looking at the ways of how can you just make it one step back. Um, you know, how can I partnership with people who are the most innovative, even if they're older, who's thinking about APIs? You'd be surprised how many healthcare companies don't have APIs to get their data. Um, so really just, you know, trying to make it that one step better. And I think it's really helpful that two of our three co-founders have never worked in healthcare before. And so we bring a really different perspective of, um, you know, just how to see the problem of healthcare differently. That's interesting. Uh, how big is the team? We are six people today. We'll be eight by, by June. Awesome. Uh, how many engineering? I have two in engineering right now and one more 
will start in June. That's awesome. That's exciting. Um, one of those people had a pretty cool write-up about um, you hiring them recently. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to ask you more about that, and you guys can give these guys some background info and uh, what led to those decisions and how you evaluated that. Okay, good question. Um, yeah, so uh, one of my hires is a 19-year-old straight out of Galvanize. Um, he decided to just skip college entirely, go galvanize, and um, he is an incredible networker, um, and uh, and he's in, and just an incredible resource to people about how hiring and getting the job that you love is more about the network and the people that you know and, and creating bonds between those people than it is necessarily the skills that you have. I mean, I hired him knowing that he knew very little. I mean, he'd been coding since he was probably 12. Um, but essentially, he had never worked for anyone before. And which is really been, scary when you're, yeah. you know, three people. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's working well so far, right? It's working really well. Um, yeah. He's partnered with Wojciech, who I think here is here in the back, who's my other developer. Hey. Um, Wojciech is a three-time winner of GoCode Colorado. So, you know, he's got some chops there. He's uh, built some companies of his own, Sweet. and so like I feel like that's really important when you hire someone junior that they're partnered with somebody senior. That's awesome. Um, cool. So, what are some other like techniques you've used when you're hiring these people? How do you evaluate them? What's the process? Um, so, my process is I typically bring someone in and um, ask them to just sit with the team and be part of the team for a couple hours. Um, we'll typically, I might, keep, might get them something to bring in with them, with Tommy. I said, hey, we're trying to solve this problem, we're turning this form into an online form. Bring something for me and show me how you do it, and we're going we're gonna to do a strategy session on it. And so, what's great about that is that I really get to just see how they work, see how they think, see how they interact with other people. Um, and so that's that's pretty that's how I go about doing it. Um, you know, I do like to look at code, or I want to know your coding background that you've coded before. Um, but I don't do tech tests. No, like technical interviews or anything like that. Um, I mean, technical interviews for me. Yeah, I mean, I want to know that you understand tech, but I'm not going to ask you, you know, to, to whiteboard a solution. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, having just closed your seed round today, that's awesome. Like, uh, as a CTO, uh, you are not necessarily in charge of fundraising for the company, but you're still a co-founder and executive of the company. So, what role did you play, and how did you support that effort? Um, it's, I think it's pretty easy for a CTO in that role. You've got to show up. You've got to show that you know what you're doing. That you know how to solve hard problems. That um, you can do greenfield type um, thinking around the tech. Um, and really, I, for my investors, I had one meeting with each of the major VCs that are in our round. Um, that's different for our CEO and our CEO. They were in many more conversations than I was. It's really just about, do you have the chops to do this? Yeah, they're looking at your, your background and your team's background and making sure you can do it. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, so what are some of the things that your team does really, really well, and why is that? Thank you so much. Um, I think one thing that my team does really well is pivot quickly and work iteratively. Um, you know, we are still trying to figure out what it is that we're building, what word things need to be built in. Um, 
we integrate with many different companies, uh, many other third-party providers, and so we need to be able to move fast and build just what needs to be built in order to provide the model. That's awesome. Uh, so what are some of the things that you are working on improving? Uh, we're starting from scratch, so we have very little DevOps, very little scripts. We're all learning AWS, and we have to be HIPAA compliant. Um, so there are many different uh, restrictions on uh, AWS for that, and so and, and it's ever changing. <laughs> yeah. Um, from their side, so really just trying to learn all this as quickly as possible, and to move ourselves forward in an iterative manner, so that we can, you know, uh, move faster by by you know building the scripts that can help us out. Cool. Uh, your last company was not in healthcare. So uh, how, if, if people are sitting here thinking about joining companies or founding companies, what is your thought process for evaluating uh, an idea or a company you're thinking about joining and why have you joined the companies you've joined or founded? Um, so I've worked in seven different industries. I don't think I've ever worked in the same industry twice in my career. Um, but yet they're all the same. Everyone has very similar problems. Um, you know, when I choose a company, I'm looking for a really hard problem to solve. I've always gravitated toward really hard, complex um, challenges. Um, and so something that I can resonate with, like, that like, when I think about healthcare, I pitch healthcare because it's so broken, I want to fix it. <laughs> and, uh, and so like that, that's really cool. That's like a challenge I can get behind. Okay. Uh, what about like the team or around it? Uh, so it's, it's got to be a hard problem. That's step one. Uh, got to be a hard problem. Yeah. Uh, got to be a great team. Um, you know, I've had some challenging jobs in my past. Um, I really want to work with great people that care about each other and are in it to win. Okay. Who really love working together. Are there certain skills that you look for, or are there certain like personality traits that tip you off to like, hey, this would be a great person to work on, work with? Or, um, you know, use a lot of terms like just fun uh, terms like you know who really own it, people who really want to own it, like just have that feeling like I'm going to make this better. And another one of my favorite terms is being unfuckable. Um, that no one is going to tell me what I need to do. I'm going to figure it out. I'm gonna make so those traits are things that are important. Stubborn, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the main thing. I'll take interpretation. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so what is some advice you have for people that might be in the room wanting to become engineering leaders themselves? Um, I think the, the thing that's helped me get to where I am today is being very self-initiated. Um, getting out there, learning on my own time and on my own time, um, giving back to the community as a way of learning how to better myself. Um, I do a lot of volunteering, a lot of mentoring, and it's helped me be a better leader. Um, and so when I think about it, it's like if you're just someone that goes in and to work every day and does what you're told, you know, that isn't going to help you become a CTO or a VP of engineering. You have to have that drive and initiative to think out of the box and, um, you know, do it even if someone says it doesn't need to be done. But legal still. Legal. Legal is good too. Because I was going to interpret that differently, but okay. <laughs> um, so what are your engineering values? Um, 
So uh, I, I really want my team to come with a sense of ownership, of wanting to leave the day better than you found it, um, leave the code better than you found it, um, to be able to think out of the box, and to really be inclusive. You know, at our company, we have six generations of people on our team, and um, we're mostly women, because we're all women founders. And, um, and we have a lot of ethnic diversity already on our team. And like, I, I don't care who you are, what you are, you know, every, all of us need to work together. We all need to, um, we need to have more respect for each other. And so to, to, to bring that inclusive mentality to like, hey, I want to help you out. I want to help you be better at what you do. That's awesome. Uh, do you have any good engineering war stories? I've got a good war story I'm, I'm, I'm working on right now. So part of what we do, I said we save 40% off of your healthcare costs. Um, so that's what we do. And part of that involves a payment card that members use at the doctor's office and it charges against the insurance account. Well, that sounds pretty easy, right? We've been turned down by eight banks. We've talked to some of the best I've been there, I've been there. They're like, whoa, that's really cool. We can't do that because of this or that, or we've never seen anything like this before. And um, I think the war story in that, and, and it's been really demoralizing. Like we just, we could have had this card out there if we just had a bank that would help sponsor it. We've talked to Visa, MasterCard. They're all like, wow, that's really cool, but we really can't help you. <laughs> Yep. And, um, you know, I think you're going to run into this, especially when you're doing something that somebody has never done before. And it's like, just don't quit. Um, we just recently got invited to join a payment accelerator with one of the top banks and the top uh, joint venture between a bank and a payment processor, both top in the industry. And it's like, because I didn't quit. When someone said no, I said, okay, you're saying no, but who else do you know that can help me? And by asking that question, you know, we got invited to another accelerator program that's going to help us. They, like, want to help us get this car. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, there are multiple companies that have done multiple accelerators for that reason exactly. I mean, they got saw someone wearing Revelar's t-shirt, and they did <laughs> Targets uh, in Minneapolis, their accelerator, uh, exactly for that reason. And now Absolutely. I know their CEO can text the CEO of Target for stuff. So that'll be really helpful for you guys. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Um, so, last question, where can people find you online? Um, best way to reach me is on Twitter. I'm Kat Peel on Twitter, Kat with a K. It's the best way to find me. Awesome. Thank you very much, Kat. Thanks for listening. Find us at startupcto.io or on Twitter at startupctoio. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next episode. Thank you.